This is the D Fitzel Podcast, the show where we talk about all things training, nutrition, and mindset to teach you the science and art of achieving a leanest body and living your most optimal life. I'm your host, Dashini Krishna. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to the D Fitzel Podcast. Super pumped for you to be here. I know I always say that, but I really am super pumped that you are here. Um, okay, so today I want to talk about this topic. Okay, so how do you go about creating an environment of success? Okay, and this is such an important question, an important topic to you know to dive into. You know, I think that you know a lot of us get into fitness, get into you know try to you know jumpstart this like health and fitness journey, right? But we don't really know. We have a big goal, right? And maybe we we know how to break it down. But we don't know how to go about, you know, setting ourselves up for success, you know, making sure that our environment is aligned with the goal that we are trying to achieve. If so, we are going to find it difficult because we are trying to fight um, against our environment and our, and our design of, you know, the things around us, right? And, you know, when I'm talking about environment, right, I want to be very specific here, right? I, of course, there is your physical environment, but I want to go one step deeper than that, right? When I say environment and, you know, um, creating an environment of success, I, I'm, of course, talking about more than physical environment. I'm talking about even, you know, your intentionality with your time and with your energy. Okay, I think that, you know, that is really, you know, our key resources, right? The amount of time and, you know, what we spend it on and the amount of energy that we have. I mean, it's all limited, right? So what we choose to spend our time and energy on are going to be, you know, huge dictators of, you know, our success or lack thereof, right? So let's go ahead and jump right into it. I want to give you guys practical handles and, you know, practical things that, you know, you can look at, you can audit in your life currently, to, you know, just get really honest with yourself, right? I mean, the first step to any change, right, is awareness, okay? So let's get into it. The first thing is to audit your calendar. What is actually getting, you know, scheduled in your calendar, right? And is this actually moving you forward? Um, I think, you know, a lot of times, especially for people who are super busy, right? Maybe you have a day job, you have, you know, I don't know, something else happening on the side. Maybe you are a parent, you know, all these different things, right? I mean, our calendar is always full. There is, you know, more, you know, more people that, you know, are placing demands on us than there are actually time and hours in the day, right? For us to actually give. And sometimes it feels that way. And I totally get that. Like as a business owner, and somebody that is still working a full-time job, I completely, completely understand and, you know, empathize, right? But I want to say that, you know, something that has helped me a ton is to look at my calendar and to really honestly ask myself, you know, are these activities actually moving me forward, right? And, you know, if not, um, can I get rid of them, <laughs> right? It's just a very, very brutal, very blatant. Can I actually remove these tasks? What will happen if I do, right? And... What can I actually put in and how can I put in, you know, tasks? How can I time block, you know, blocks of time in my calendar for meaningful activities that are actually going to move me forward? Okay, so that's one. Okay, so audit your calendar, right? Um, and the second thing, okay, audit your connections. Um, audit your, you know, the people around you, right? I mean, of course, there are going to be, you know, people that, you know, we just can't get rid of. Uh, I mean, our bosses, our parents, our, I mean, you know, but ultimately, you know, who we choose to spend our time with, right, 
And I'm not saying to, you know, completely like, you know, disassociate with your friend group and, and, and all of that. But just be really honest with yourself and ask yourself, is your community and is the people that, you know, you choose to surround yourself with, are they actually, are they actually, you know, after the same goal as you, right? And, you know, what, how different would your life look and how much easier would it be if you were actually surrounded by like-minded people that were actually, that actually value the same things that you value that are, that are trying to move their life in the same direction that you are trying to move your life rather than the opposite direction. You know, I mean, we have sufficient, you know, resistance internally. We don't need additional resistance from the outside trying to hold us back or trying to move us in the opposite direction, okay? So really, you know, just be honest with yourself, right? You know, just like I said, awareness is the first step. Audit your connections and ask yourself, you know, the amount of time I'm spending with, you know, these people, with, with my community, um, is it, you know, adding to my life? Is it, you know, lifting me up? Is it edifying me? Or is it tearing me down? And is it moving me in the opposite direction, right? And if so, how? How can you, you know, maybe not replace these people if you really can't, right? Uh, but actually, you know, potentially, you know, allow them less power over this particular area in your life, right? Um, or even how can you include and try to expand your circle, expand your community, to include the people that, you know, can have that positive influence in your life, right? So rather than trying to think of it as a minus all the time, how can you add? Alright, so the next thing that I want to talk about is um, time blocking. And I know I kind of already mentioned this, you know, at the start. But this is something that I have found is so helpful for me. As a, a business owner, somebody that, you know, is being pulled in multiple directions, you know, constantly, right? I have the need to, you know, create social media posts. I have the need to create long-form content, you know, to, to have sales calls, to, you know, to do, um, you know, client check-ins. Um, and also to, you know, just to make sure my social media is up to date and, you know, it's looking nice and all of that. And at the same time, you know, you know, I don't know, just everything is, everything is pulling me in different directions. And, and more than that, you know, we I had to transition between different modes of me, right? So from creator mode to, you know, coach mode to operational logistical mode, there are so many different, you know, I guess like personalities and, you know, people that I, or roles that I need to play, right? Um, when it comes to, to running a business. And this applies to you as well. You know, if, even if you are listening to this and maybe you are a mom and you have a full-time job, I mean, for, for you to go from, you know, mom mode to suddenly like, okay, work mode um, to, to the next thing is like meeting mode and, you know, collaborative mode. All these different things are, you know, just demanding your energy in different ways. Um, how do you actually still make time for the things that you know are important to you? And I want to leave you with this idea is that, you know, it is so important for you to intentionally make time and set aside that time to, to block it in your calendar and to allow yourself the permission and that freedom to to create and to do the things that you know you need to do. So, I mean, for you, it could be, you know, actually scheduling workouts, you know, blocking off that one hour in your calendar and actually being very specific about it. So maybe it's like lunchtime, 12 to 1, it's my workout time, right? That is my sacred workout time. Nothing can touch that, right? Make a date with yourself, you know, even if it's to go grocery shopping. It's something that, you know, you feel you have been missing um, and you have not been able to, to do. Um, put that in your calendar, be very intentional, right? And I mean, the next thing, right? I mean, for people that firstly struggle to find a time, that's going to help you. But the second the second group of people, which I've, I've also noticed, is that maybe you do, you know, make the time, you do 
um, sort of time block it. But when the time comes to it, you know, you don't actually show up. <laughs> Maybe you procrastinate, you know, you just give yourself reasons and all those things. Uh, I have two things for you. The first thing is to think less, right? I know this is not, doesn't sound like advice, but honestly, it helps. Because when the time comes, you just need to lace your shoes up and go out the door and put your emotions aside, right? Your emotions are not helping you at that point if they are trying to pull you in the opposite direction. Um, if that's the case, you know, just take the emotion out of it and just go through the action. Honestly, you'll feel so much better you did and you'll be able to build momentum, right? The next thing is uh, for, you, for those procrastinators out there to do the hard things first, not last, okay? Do the things that you have the most resistance towards first. And this is something that I ask my clients a lot, right? Um, I have some clients, you know, that maybe they have struggled with hitting, you know, their three sessions a week, right? And I just ask them, okay, so, you know, when are you, firstly, when are you scheduling your workouts, right, throughout the week? Um, for the people that, you know, tend to miss it a lot, you, I, I notice a trend that it tends to be, you know, they schedule it all the later half of the week, right? Or maybe they just start their workouts on Wednesday, Friday, and then hope the last one will be Sunday. Honestly, if you leave it to the end, it's not going to get done, right? Front load your, your task instead of, you know, leaving it to the tail end. And this goes for within the day itself. If you can, you know, make um, make the tasks that are highest resistance the first thing that you have to do on your to-do list rather than the last thing. For me, you know, I sometimes have a aversion towards, you know, towards writing, Right, and I much rather consume content, um, be it reading books, um, reading or studying, or you know just doing a new course. I rather do that than I would, you know, spending time to you know to write blogs and to write captions and all of that. But how I switch this up, right, is I put the first thing first, which is write the content first. Spend half an hour to write. Right, once I have got that down, and I promise you, it wasn't easy. It took. Uh, a long time to you know to really get into the habit of this right to write first and then after that reward myself reward my diligence right um with the activity that i i much enjoy right uh which is you know consuming other people's content consuming you know books consuming resources all all those things which i can do and i will happily do it right and and not talk myself out of it so do the hard things and do them first okay um, this is also, I mean, this also relates back to, you know, something that, you know, I just tell my clients a lot, which is never miss a Monday, right? I mean, the reason that I have that in place is because it is doing the hard things and doing that first, right? And again, like I mentioned, this goes for the week, this goes for within the day itself, do that first when you are the freshest, right? Because you have the most to give, okay? All right, moving on. Cut the distractions, we waste so much time on shit that is useless, completely freaking useless. <laughs> Scrolling through social media, like watching hours and hours and hours on Netflix. Like honestly, it is such a waste of time, right? And I mean, there is a time and there is a space to relax and I'm all for that. But if you are struggling to get the things that you know that need to get done, done, then honestly audit your audit the where you spend your time. Right, and this goes back to the first thing, but cut the distractions, audit the things that are completely not moving you forward, and use that time instead on things that you know are totally gonna be moving you forward, right? So it could be, you know, I don't know, maybe if you're watching two hours of Netflix a day currently, 
cut that to like half an hour, right? And then spend the rest of the time doing something else, maybe going for a walk, right? That's going to move you so much further down the road than, you know, sitting on the couch for the additional one and a half hours. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Create habit loops. And this is something that um, I want to credit like James Cliff, who wrote Atomic Habits. Um, basically, the, the sort of habit loop that he mentions is, you know, a cue and then a routine and then a reward, right? And this is, I mean, this can be applied to like so many different you know areas of like health and fitness. I'm just going to pick one, okay? So the cue, for example, could be, um, you know, you you see your, your workout clothes, you know, on your table, right? And, you know, it's 5.30 and it's time for you to go work out. That is the cue. The routine is to put it on and, and go and get your workout done, right? It's that simple. So for every activity that you are struggling to, you know, to, to hit, try to find the starting point. Try to find and, and try to establish a cue uh, for that and then build that routine and, you know, give yourself a reward at the end. I mean, the reward doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't have to be, you know, something that, that you know, is, is difficult. It can be, you know, something that you enjoy. It could be as simple as, you know, enjoying a, a cold glass of water every single time you finish the workout. You know what I mean? It feels good. And, you know, it's just going to keep you wanting to come back because you have that, almost that dopamine um, charge, right, at the end of it when you do, you know, have that reward and have that payoff. Okay, a few more. Um, the next one I have, right, is to make it painful for yourself to fail. This is so important. And, I mean, this goes both ways, right? If, you are a, if you're someone that, you know, can be driven through, like, positive reinforcements and, and that's enough to get you moving, then by all means. But some people just tend to, you know, function better um, through the other means, which is, you know, when there actually is something um, at risk and something that is there, um, that basically has your money on the table um, just for, like, you know, for lack of, like, better words, or just to back yourself into a corner and leave yourself with no way out, Right? It could be signing up for coaching. It could be, you know, announcing on social media that you are doing this challenge. All of those things makes it more difficult, makes it more painful, makes it more embarrassing. Whatever you want, right? Whatever gets the work done, I don't care. Like, make it more painful for you to fail. Tell the whole world that you are starting this journey and that in six months' time, you're going to look like that. That you are going to have this habit that you're going to have that habit that you're going to be able to do five pull-ups by april tell them that right and hold yourself accountable to actually getting or putting the work in um by then right because that's the only way right that you're actually going to get it done right and this is almost like you know what the daily dirt is like based off is you showing up despite your emotion despite all of that right to actually push through and do the work on a daily basis because what you do on a daily basis is ultimately who you're going to become in the long run. Okay. And the last one is just a, just a, just a summary. Right? I just want to, you know, again, remind you that, you know, this, when, I, when I'm talking about, you know, an environment of success, it goes far beyond, far beyond your physical environment. You know, it touches on things like your community. It touches on, you know, your, your intentionality with your time. Right? Where are you spending your time? Who are you spending it with? Um, your intentionality with your energy. What are you doing? You know, how are you um, using your, your emotions, your feelings, your thoughts, your beliefs, your words? 
what are you actually you know setting into motion what are you putting out into the atmosphere right these are all you know all key things that are going to create this environment of success if you are able to to fully leverage it um to your benefit right if not you're always going to be a victim of you know your good intentions and all of that but that's not what we want we want to be intentional people we want to be people that you know who know what it means to set themselves up and their environments up for success right and hopefully if you have you know reached the end of this you would have walked away with key things that you know you can already start to do start to audit start to get real honest and build awareness um, with because awareness again precedes change right so i hope this helped um you know if so do all the things that i always tell you guys to do um, share this podcast and you know just reach out to me right if you have any questions on anything health fitness training nutrition i'm here i would love to connect with you guys um do me a favor and you know leave me that that, that five star rating and review all right so that's all i have for you today um hope you guys have a great week ahead catch you guys on the next one Thank you.